Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Feedback Friday. But when you listen to this, it might not be Friday because this is, drumroll please, a bonus episode. It's bonus because it's not a Friday that is released. It's a random other day. Because the day we usually record was Thanksgiving. So we couldn't record. And Friday, I was so full of turkey, I couldn't record either. So here we are Saturday recording. And I'm really excited. Because Wednesday's message was amazing. And I want to talk about it. Um, I want to go a little bit deeper. I want to give some feedback to you. But because this is a bonus episode, I have no special guest. Because I'm in my room at 10.43 p.m. So if I had a special guest, that would be a little strange. So it's just me. Me and the Holy Spirit. We're here together to talk about the Lord. And I'm really excited. Thank you for joining us. Um... This is only our second ever episode, so I'm really glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you found us. You know, it's a, it's so cool how we can talk into a microphone and then put it out into the world and you can hear and it can be like, you know, I've had my life change from podcasts before. I've been, you know, I was struggling with certain thoughts and just like, I don't know, you know, just was had lots of questions and I listened to podcasts and I found answers, you know what I mean? Because sometimes you have to hear someone else's opinion, how they see things, what they got from it. You know, that's why the Lord gave us teachers and preachers to help us and guide us. You know, they call pastors shepherds because they they lead us. So, you know, different podcasts help guide and direct. And, you know, I'm glad to be able to do this for other people, to help them if they have any questions or whatever. If even one thing I say helps one person, you know, that's amazing. So thank you for listening. If you wouldn't mind sharing, you know, you can share on Instagram, you can give us a review because that like, you know, it does something. It's, I don't know what it does, but it seems to be a good thing. You know, everyone says, give me a five star review. Give me a rating. So do that and listen to the whole thing and send it to a friend that you think needs to hear this. Okay. All right. So If I haven't made myself clear, I'm Autumn Brueger. I'm your host. The host with the most. The host with the jokes. The host with the egg yolks. Just kidding. I don't have egg yolks. Or jokes. Or most. I'm just me. So, um, Alyssa, Pastor Alyssa, Miss Griever, the wife of our youth pastor, spoke on Wednesday. And it was a phenomenal message. Um, But I just want to really just dive into one thing that she said. I want to go really deep into it. I want to give you my feedback about it, you know? I want to see what you think about it. So, she talked about how the devil wants to confuse how you think God sees you. I don't know if that's what she meant by what she said, but that is what is in my brain, and I think it is such a key point, and I haven't realized that The devil wants that. The devil wants you to think God hates you. The devil wants you to think God's mad at you. The devil wants you to think God sees you as, you know, a mess up, a mistake, as worthless, as whatever. And because when he does that, when you, oh, I hit the microphone. When you think 
that God's angry at you. You don't want to go to be with him, right? When, when a friend or a person, when someone is angry at you and someone says, we're going to their house, are you excited? The Bible says in Psalms, I think, I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. You're full of joy when you go somewhere with, when someone's like happy with you. Take your grandma. When your grandma's like, oh, I love you so much. You love to go to their house. But if your friend Steve is angry at you and your mom says, come on, we're going to Steve's house. You don't want to go there because he's mad at you. And that's how the devil wants you to see God seeing you, if that makes any sense. That's how the devil wants you to think God sees you as, as you know, that he's angry at you. He wants you to think they got angry at you. He wants you to think that, you know, he doesn't want to be with you. And that's not true. He steals the joy out of serving the Lord. You know, and the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Serving the Lord is like giving your giving of your time, of your effort. And when he takes the joy out of it, there's no blessing and there's no desire to do it. You know what I mean? I've been reading a lot in Psalms. And as I looked over my notes for like what I've been reading, it's really cool how it's like all the same verse. It's it's very, I don't know. So I just want to read you a few because it kind of goes along with what, okay, what does the Lord think of you? If, if he's not angry at you, if he's not upset with you and you mess up, if he's not, because that's how the devil wants you to see the Lord as, as upset, as angry, as holding a grudge, as, you know, whatever. And that's not true. What is the Lord? What, you know, how does he see you? Psalms 55, 22, give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. Does that sound like someone who's angry at you for messing up or for being confused? I used to think that God would be upset if I had questions. You know, if I didn't understand everything I read in the Bible, that God would be upset with me. Give your burdens to the Lord and he'll take care of you. Not figure it out on your own. Give your burdens to the Lord. Give your burdens to the Lord and he'll take care of you. How cool is that? Psalm 60 verse 12. With God's help, we will do mighty things. For he will trample down our foes. The verse before that says, Psalm 60 verse 11. Oh, please help us against our enemies. For all human help is useless. 12. With God's help, we will do mighty things. For he will trample down Arfo. So, um, as I said, Alyssa spoke on this message and here's something that she said, not from this message, but from something else. She said, she was talking about how David is super good. King David was super good at everything, right? He was a shepherd. He was a giant killer, a musician, a warrior, a king. David had one overarching theme in his life that he didn't rely on his own strength or on things or people around him. Instead, he always asked the Lord for help. And when he does, he became perfectly convinced that God will help him and he will be successful. So we're supposed to be like David, you know, like asking God for help and understanding that he will help us. With God's help, we will do mighty things. That's not someone who's angry at you. I just thought that was so cool that David, I don't really know what that has to do with anything, but I felt like 
I needed to say it. You know that David relied on God for everything and he was amazing at everything he did. So when you go through life and you have questions, ask God to help you. Ask God to give you the answer. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to have the answer. But you know what you need to do is give glory to God. Because when you don't give glory to God, there's many stories in the Bible of people who didn't give glory to God and bad things happened to them. Um, like King Herod did terrible things, right? But he, di- he didn't give glory to God. And you know what happened? He was immediately <laughs> struck down and eaten by worms. He did other terrible things to God's prophets and God's followers and God's children and people. But when he took God's glory, he died. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying at all that God is, you know, looking for you to steal his Lord so he can kill you with worms. I'm just saying that it's important to never take God's glory. Because when you take the glory, when you take it into your own hands to do something, it becomes your responsibility. But when you give it to God, it's God's responsibility, so you don't have to worry about it. The Lord was speaking to me something um, last night, I think it was. You know, I was just thinking about spending time with him and, like, what it means and what to do. And, like, do I always talk? Do I always pray? Do I always have to be saying something and he was just saying to me like you just go and you just sit you know you talk to me you worship me and then you just you let me take your burdens like I just read give your burdens to the Lord and he'll take care of you you know his yoke is easy his burden is light it's not something you can earn you know what I mean his attention his love his help is not something you can earn you just go and be there and rely on him And he'll take care of everything. And relying on God means completely relying on him and not relying on yourself. So last week in our episode, our podcast episode, we talked about not relying on our own works. We talked about um, relying on God's grace, his strength. Because our works fail and what's successful in man's eyes, you know, is is not always the same. What is successful today for men is not going to be the same as successful tomorrow. You know what I mean? 20 years ago, being um, a TikTok influencer was not seen as successful. You know what I mean? 20 years from now, being the top influencer on TikTok is probably not going to be what is deemed as successful. You know what I mean? It changes. So we don't put our hope in our our life and our works on our on things we do, you know, on our performances. We rely totally on God. And he'll take care of everything. He won't permit the godly to slip and fall and fail, you know? So I don't know how we got here. But it does tie in with what I was going to say next after what I said before. (laughs) That the joy of the Lord is our strength. You know, not what we do not how people see us, not how much we pray, not if we can sing, not if we're called to platform ministry, not if we're called to be a multi-billionaire business owner, multi-billion dollar business owner, yeah. It, 
our strength is the joy of the Lord. That's so important to understand that our strength does not come from anything we do. It does not come from anything we, you know what I mean? When we go into the Lord's house, when we go to be with him, when we go to talk to him and we come in with a mindset that we get our strength by showing God all the things we've done, by showing him how we haven't sinned, by showing him whatever. No, it's the it's literally God's joy, right? And you know how we get joy? Rejoice in the Lord. So if we if the devil can trick us into thinking God's angry at us, we won't want to go to his house. We won't want to go to him and be with him. But if we're not with him, we can't rejoice in him. You know, we can't rejoice in him. So we can't receive his joy. So we can't receive strength. So every good and perfect thi- thing, every good and perfect gift is from God. I want you to get in your mind that the devil is trying to destroy you. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But whatever is perfect is from God, and God wants you to have a wonderful life. The devil is trying so hard to trick people into thinking that God is angry with them, so they run away from him. So number one, they have a sucky life on earth, and number two, they go to hell. But let me tell you something. Run to God. Literally, the verse I've read 80 times today, it says to give your burdens to God and he'll take care of you. I don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, give your burdens to God. Give whatever is weighing you down. Give it to him. Say, here, you take care of this and he'll take care of you. For with God's help, we will do mighty things. He will trample down our foes. Because you are my helper, I sing for joy in the shadow of your wings. You go, you give whatever you're holding on to to God. He gives you joy and he takes care of you. The devil doesn't want you to do that because he doesn't want you to have a good life. He doesn't want you to go to God. He wants you to always be weighed down. So whenever you feel light and free and full of joy, you know what the devil's going to try to do? Get you to be burdensome again. Let me take a sip. Of water, of course. <coughs> so, don't let him. Give your burdens to God. Give your burdens to God. He'll take care of you. He'll trample your foes. And he never changes. Another verse. Listen to this. Hebrews six eighteen. So God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. God won't change. He cannot change. So those who have fled to him for refuge, who have given him his your burdens and taken his light yoke that's easy, you can have confidence because he said that he'll take care of you. And he will take care of you because he cannot lie. So don't let the devil try to trick you into thinking that God's angry at you, into thinking that he's holding a grudge against you. Because listen to this. 
I, I have a verse in my mind, but I don't want to, like, totally botch it, so. Hebrews 4.16. That, let us, what? Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy to find grace to help us in our time of need. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God, that we will receive his mercy. Let us come boldly. It says, let us come boldly before God's throne. When you think someone's mad at you, you don't go boldly before them. You don't go boldly before them knowing they love me. They're not going to yell at me. When someone's angry at you, you say, um, I don't, you, you like tiptoe towards them just to see how they're going to react. And if they, you know, you think, okay, well, how are they acting? What do they look angry? What's their tone of voice? Are they loud? Are they quiet? Are they talking to someone now? You're just, you're very cautious. But because God loves us, he's for us. He's rooting for us. He's not against us. He is, he wants us to succeed. We can come boldly before him. We rely on him. It's not us. When you rely on him, you rely none on you because you rely fully on him and none on yourself. You come boldly before him. He gives you mercy and grace and strength and peace and everything you need. And then everything's perfect. In him and through faith in him, we may enter God's presence with boldness and confidence. But Christ is faithful as the son over God's house. And we are in his house if we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope of which we boast. That really didn't have anything to do with. I don't know. God loves you. He's for you. Come boldly before him and rely on his strength. Find joy in him. Give him everything. Because he loves you. And he sent his son to die for you. So you could be free and you could live forever in heaven with him and have a great life now. So if there's anything that you're like questioning, anything you have concerns about, ask God for help. And he'll give you the answers. He'll he'll show you someone that can talk to you about it. He'll give you a podcast to listen. You know, things will happen. I asked God, I said, I forget, there's been so many times where I was like, show me about this. Tell me about this. The message on Sunday was exactly what I needed to hear. A new podcast that came out, exactly what I needed to hear. The worship set, exactly what I needed to hear. The message on Wednesday, exactly what I needed to hear. So there's another reason for you to come to church, okay? Because it's literally God's house, his home, his dwelling. So if you want to be with him and you want to hear him, you need to go there first. Not that he can't come to you, but he commanded us to go to his house, you know? So God doesn't, he'll never leave you wondering or questioning anything. So don't think he will, because he won't, and he loves you. He didn't make you on accident, and he didn't make you to have a drifting, purposeless life. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that you may have life and life to the fullest. Not life and life to the dullest. Not life and life to 
you know, you have a purpose, but I'm not going to tell you about it. And I'm definitely not going to help you find out how to do it or what it is. You know, you're, yeah, I have a plan for you. It's great. But too bad because you messed up. No. You come to him, you repent, you give everything to him, you turn around, you stop doing the sins that you're doing. You ask him for help. He won't let you fall. He'll lead you to where you want to go and he'll give you a full, wonderful life. So I don't know what this podcast was because to be honest with you, I didn't have any really notes. I had like a few verses, but I just talked about what I felt like the Lord wanted me to talk about. So that's what you get for a bonus episode. It's all the things in my brain and in my spirit. So yeah, thanks for listening to our first ever bonus episode and I hope you have a great day I don't know when this is coming out but if it's on your birthday happy birthday if it's on your anniversary happy anniversary and that's all I can think of because I don't think what else do you celebrate birthdays anniversaries is that it you don't really celebrate deaths do you I was thinking of a birth of a baby, but that's literally the birthday of the child. So that counts as a birthday. <laughs> you should definitely celebrate. Oh, never mind. I don't want to say that. I was going to say, oh, never mind. Not anything bad, just like talking about poop. And I don't really want to talk about that right now. So I hope you have the most amazing day you've ever had. God loves you. He is for you. If you want to listen to the actual message and not this blabber of stuff, this pot, this melting pot of words, then go to our Aspire Youth YouTube page and you can find the message there. It's on the podcast you're listening to, just not this episode. Or, you know, we're continuing the series. So come to Youth Wednesday, 7 p.m., the old Toys R Us building. If you're in the Bridgeport-Clarksburg area. If you're not, take a trip down. It's a great experience. We love you. God has an amazing plan for your life. And he's not going to let you wander and drift through life. Right? Deeply root yourself in God and his word. And everything's going to go exactly according to God's plan. Not your plan. Not the devil's plan. I love you. And so does the Lord. <laughs>